have just joined, a warm welcome to each one of you. Uh, uh, we as a church uh, a few weeks back did a survey and uh, we realized uh, many of uh, the people in our community are struggling with various things. Uh, they are going through times of uh, fear, anxiety, loneliness, uh, depression. So we thought uh, probably uh, as, a, as a church, uh, we need to be talking about uh, these uh, uh, issues uh, we've been going through. So uh, we, we started teaching on uh, a, a series uh, which is basically like a biblical solutions to pandemic problems. That is a series we picked up uh, two weeks back and uh, Jonathan and Ranjit spoke about uh, anxiety uh, in a great deal last two weeks. And uh, today Ranjit is uh, teaching at Redeemer, so he's not here this morning. So, uh, th so this morning uh, I thought of speaking uh, to you in the same theme, but slightly off course. Uh, I want to t talk about uh, peace, how we can have peace uh, when uh, we are confronted with problems like pandemic. Okay, uh, That's what we are going to learn this morning. So before uh, I start uh, the word of God, I, let me pray. Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you for bringing each one of us uh, this morning, Lord Father. Thank you for what we are going through. Uh, because, Lord Father, it is giving an opportunity for all of us to learn more about you. And also to learn about ourselves, Lord Father, about our insecurities, about our fears. Lord, uh, we invite you this morning. Uh, we pray that, Lord Father, you would uh, speak to each one of us, Lord Father, to the point of our needs. Uh, you know our hearts, you know our uh, insecurities, and you know our anxieties, you know our fears, Lord Father. We, so we come uh, with all those to you, your throne this morning, Lord Father, and use power, Paul's life as an example for us, Lord Father, to, to learn important, important truths about you. So, Lord, we invite you and come and speak to us. Take away all the distractions, Lord Father. Let the uh, internet work properly and help us to focus on your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Uh, so we are, in, uh, we are going to look into Acts 27 this morning. Before that, uh, it's, uh, this uh, Acts 27 basically records about Paul's uh, uh, fight uh, in a storm. Uh, Paul, Paul's basically survival in a, in a storm. Not only Paul's, but also like a 280... Uh, seven, 280, sorry, 276 odd men who were also caught along with Paul in that storm. Okay, So well, let me quickly tell uh, uh, about the storms I faced in my life. Uh, there are two storms uh, I still remember uh, which uh, I endured. Okay, One was in uh, 2002 uh, when we were doing masters, Christy and I uh, were doing masters and we went to a place called Hanyamaldu in Karnataka. It's a beautiful uh, place. It's, a, it's, a, it's a basically a place. Uh, it's a, a uh, in the banks of Linganmukhi uh, River, Linganmukhi River, okay? So we camped there, and uh, uh, one day, basically the activity was that we go on a uh, uh, kayaking, right? Uh, kayaking, we, we, we go on a kayak uh, to a nearby island, uh, and we would come back. It's just a very uh, simple uh, activity. And uh, Christian and I were in uh, one kayak, and uh, we started uh, going towards the island, okay? It's a overcast, but uh, it was clear sky. Uh, not clear sky, it was overcast, but uh, the, the river was calm. There's nothing uh, abnormal about it. But we went into some distance, and suddenly the weather changed. And uh, what we saw was uh, a tempestuous storm. The, the, the calm backwaters became like ocean. Okay? And uh, in, in those uh, times like that, you don't want to be in a kayak. You want to be in a good, better boat. Kayaks are very unstable. Okay? And uh, you ca they can topple at any point. 
and we had seen our, our friends are uh, like our classmates our batchmates uh, toppling in waters okay of course we were all wearing uh, uh, life jackets that's the only comfort we had but nevertheless that was one of the most scariest and fearful stressful times i had gone through in my life okay that's one storm i endured and uh, today i survived that and today i'm standing in front of you right okay the second storm i endured uh, was in uh, 2007 again sim similar season august uh, i was in japan and a group of guys decided to go on a uh, tour of japan so we went to the northern island called hokkaido beautiful island and uh, one of the things we planned was like you know hokkaido second highest peak of uh, japan was there is there it's called asahi dake asahi dake and on a given on the specified day uh, we went uh, we started our trek and we were carrying all our gear because uh, the night we are going to stay the other side of the mountain so that means we have to cross the mountain and uh, ascend the mountain and descend again and stay on the other side of the mountain okay and we started our journey it was uh, it was again overcast day okay and uh, it's almost 224 uh, 2295 meters high that's uh, like 1/4 of everest height and we started our ascent and suddenly the weather changed okay we were not at all prepared for that we were carrying heavy load uh, the one 10 days trips gear we are carrying and uh, we did not uh, we were not uh, uh, seasoned mountaineers okay we were not wearing proper shoes we were not even carrying sticks okay and the winds blew amazing speeds like 100 or 120 okay we were literally crawling on the ground to ascend the mountain and the peak the summit i still remember how we climbed that summit it was a volcano active volcano that mountain and we can smell sulfur okay and the gravel was loose it's like uh, uh, very light and uh, and we we had technically like almost like 45 degree climb we had to endure in that storm and climb okay eventually we climbed and we descended and uh, when we came down everything was quiet and peaceful so these two storms i still remember uh, god put me through and he taught me important lessons okay important lessons when we go through storms like this uh, storm in a way a, 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 a an image for sufferings uh, you can consider always like that okay when we go through sufferings or we, when we go through storms we always uh, our, our emotions would be like we will be terrified okay we will be very fearful we will be anxious and uh, in, in fact we will be if we will feel we are most helpless because we cannot do anything about the storm or anything that is happening around us we feel helpless these were the emotions i had endured in those days and uh, we always had the mercy of what is happening all around us but uh, uh, when we caught up in a storm also these are the things that will go in your heart and in your mind okay so one thing you uh, you wish you can do is how i wish i can make this storm disappear i can make this storm disappear i have power to control this storm and i say you go away and it goes away we wish we had that kind of power and secondly we also feel uh, how i wish i am not there in that place right we all feel ah why did i end up being here how i wish i am not there and also we think uh, how i will survive this will i get to see another day these are the things that will go in our minds and thirdly we also see how can we always focused in the storm how can i reach the shore how can i reach the shore it's all about survival right i want to survive i want to reach i want to control the storm event to survive so these are the things that we go through in our hearts and minds when we endure storms endure storms if if someone comes along and uh, for certainty assures rajesh you know what 
for certain 100% you are going to come to the other side no matter what you face in that storm if someone can assure me with absolute confidence that i would survive this storm i will approach the storm i am going into with a different mindset i would be somehow peaceful about it not that that anxious perhaps i would be right so assurance can give us calmness assurance can give us peace assurance give us can give us strength to face the storm okay so again why i am talking about all this we are living in an extraordinary times all of us going through a storm called corona okay we are going sailing through this pandemic uh, uh, extraordinary pandemic once in lifetime suffering perhaps okay as we are going through this suffering maybe all we need to hear is a comfort or a assurance you know what you will be all right you know what you will overcome this you know what you would reach your shore your destination maybe we want to hear something like that which can calm our hearts which can take away our insecurities and fear okay so acts 27 i feel would give us that kind of assurance acts 27 i feel that gives us that kind of assurance okay what we see in acts 27 is paul endures a great a tempestuous wind called northeaster not only paul but also all the say all the people in the boat are equally terrified they were fearful they lost all the hope and they never thought that they would see another day again but we see in amazing way god comes and assures them and in fact god brings them to the shore to the shore so knowing something about god and his assurances and his plan in a way calms our hearts and minds calms and hearts and minds so through this narrative basically paul teaches us that god is sovereign he is control uh, he is in control of the storm that came on his way god is sovereign and his in his sovereignty god allowed paul to board that boat and head into the eye of the storm so paul teaches us that and not only that uh, paul also teaches us god's with constant assurances with his word with his very presence he sustained them in the storm and through all this we also see from this narrative god brought them to the shore so these are the three things we are going to learn this morning god is sovereign and he allows storms to build our faith god is sovereign and he allows storms to build our faith secondly god is god sustains us in the storm with his presence god sustains us in the storm with his presence thirdly god brings us to the shore in jesus god brings us to the shore in jesus so these are the three things we are going to learn from this passage and then uh, let's begin the first one god is sovereign and he allows storms to build our faith let me quickly give you the context of this passage Ch- chapter 27 rather we we are uh, we are told about a storm paul was pa- facing okay so during the third missionary journey of paul he collects some uh, uh, gifts for the people who are struggling in jerusalem okay and eventually paul uh, finishes his third missionary journey and he comes to jerusalem and just as was told to paul and he was arrested in jerusalem okay and uh, paul uh, paul's life was under threat so he was moved from jerusalem to caesarea and then there paul faces three different trials and then paul realizes okay he is he will not he is not going to get justice there so he says i being a roman citizen i will appeal to caesar nobody can deny a roman citizen that kind of uh, uh, p- privilege so the governors say that okay you want to go to caesar to caesar you will go and so peter so paul was given to a centurion called julius and his julius responsibility was to deliver paul in rome 
and here Paul with the centurion, with other prisoners, they were put in a boat to go to Rome. Okay. The, again, this journey also like uh, Paul uh, from that place to, they goes to a place called uh, Fair Heavens. And uh, from there, uh, they, they, they have to decide whether they have to continue the journey or uh, they have to wait in Fair Heavens. Okay. But through all this, what we also see is that Paul was like a best batsman available for God during that time. No matter whatever format, T20, test match, one day, whatever format might be, Paul is the batsman. He's an all-rounder. He can single-handedly win matches. He can single-handedly go and preach gospel wherever, to the Jew, Greek, you name anyone. Paul can go and preach the gospel and win people for Christ. Okay? But what we see here, Paul was put in chains. In a sense, Paul was put on the bench. Okay, other players will play. You sit on the bench. Right? Who would do something like this? It's against business strategies, right? But God is orchestrating something. God was orchestrating something marvelous through the life of uh, Paul. As much as he was interested in millions of people who Paul could reach, but also he's interested in 276 men who are there on that boat. By end of the story, we see God was interested in the lives of those men and he was sending his own servant, best of his servant, into that boat so that he can be an encouragement, so that he can bring them safely to the shore. So th this narrative very powerfully for us demonstrates that God is sovereign. He's sovereign over Paul's life. He was so he was, he's sovereign over the storm that is coming in the Paul's way. God is sovereign. God, God's sovereign. Now, what does it mean? God's so God is sovereign means God is in absolute control of everything that is happening in the world today. Nothing happens apart from the will of God, apart from the plan of God. Even the tiniest protein particle, corona, protein cell, corona, is under control of God. Everything is happening as per his sovereign plan and purpose. God is sovereign. That's what uh, this chapter very powerfully demonstrates. And, and God uses Paul to, to teach us these wonderful truths for all of us so that in our storms we can be encouraged, we can have strength, we can have hope. Right? Again, so God's sovereignty uh, again powerfully demonstrated again in one more uh, uh, storm in the Old Testament. Right? In, uh, when we come to the story of Jonah, uh, God asked Jonah, Jonah, you go to Nineveh and preach the gospel there. I love that city. There are lots of people living in that city. They need to hear the Gospel, go and preach the gospel there. That's what God calls Jonah. And Jonah goes in south, uh, in opposite direction. He goes to Joppa. And God, in his sovereignty, brings a storm. A tempestuous storm. And eventually the storm was calmed by throwing Jonah overboard. And again, we see God's sovereignty there. God sovereignly, he brings uh, a whale and swallows Jonah and takes him exactly where God wants him to be. God not only sovereign over nature, but also he's sovereign over creatures. God of the Bible is sovereign. Okay, God of the Bible is sovereign. In fact, when we come to this narrative, Paul even knows, he, he was very well aware of the ocean uh, that they were sailing. Okay, he's a well-seasoned sailor, Paul, in fact. He knew in those months they were sailing, perhaps September, October, those were not good times to sail. Paul knew very well where he was heading. But still, he understands the sovereign plan of God. In the, he obeys and he goes along with the centurion into that storm. Okay. And the, the summary of their ordeal was given to us in verse 20. When neither sun 
No stars appeared for many days, and no small tempestuous lay on us. All hope of being saved was, was at last abandoned. Can you imagine God putting Paul in a place along with all the other people? They, they all lost hope. They all thought they are going to die. They're basically waiting to die. For many days, they haven't seen stars or sun. That is, that is amazing. That is, that is, that's a scary, in fact. You know, in order to sail in, in the ocean in those days, you need stars and moon. So the, basically, they were like cock in an ocean floating here and there, just taking wherever the wind was taking, just holding on to their dear, dear lives. Will I live from this? Will I survive? Will I see another day? All hope was gone. Exactly like these times we are living in. For last eight months, we are holding on to our dearest lives. Okay, what if I catch corona? What if I have already some pre-existing conditions and then I get contract corona? For last eight months, each one of us enduring this anxiety and fear. What will happen to me tomorrow? Will I live this pandemic? Will I survive this pandemic? Will I live another year? Will I see my future. So God put all of us in this ordeal, just like he put Paul in that storm, God. So again, when we, uh, when we talk about God's sovereignty, again, immediately one question raises, God, if God is so sovereign, why didn't he stop the storm? Why, why, he di why did he allow Paul, into, Paul to head into the storm even? So if God is so sovereign, God is so powerful, God is so in control of everything, why didn't he stop corona when it started in China a year back almost? Why he why he's allowing each one of us to go through this pandemic or storm? Why he's taking us to the eye of the storm? So he's not sovereign. That's what at times we end up believing. But you know what? As we read this narrative, again, God powerfully demonstrates he has a purpose and he, he's accomplishing his purpose by taking Paul into that storm. And again, he's accomplishing the similar purposes by taking us into the storm. Okay, let me suggest a few reasons why God takes us into the storms. Firstly, God allows us, uh, 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 allows us, allows storms to expose our insecurities, fears, and heart idols. God uses the storms in our lives to expose uh, our insecurities, fears, and heart idols. When everything is rosy, when everything is going good, it's good. It's very easy to lift our hands and cry out, God, I bless your name. I worship you. I exalt you. You are the most holy God. You are a good father. It's very easy to praise and exalt God when everything is going well. But in the eye of the storm, can we praise God? Can we trust God that he's still good? As in the, into his intentions towards us are good? No. It's very difficult for us. In times like this, God exposes our insecurities, our fears, our heart idols, heart idols. Okay. If maybe comfort is your fear today, uh, a heart idol today, comfort. Okay. That means you don't want to be sick. You don't want to be hospitalized. You don't want to battle with health crisis. That is your heart idol. I want to be healthy. I want to live a healthy, long life. That's your idol. You know what? God might take us into that insecurity, in that, into that hide, heart idol, so that we learn to trust God even when we suffer in our body. 
whatever might be your your, your, your fears, God exposes that through hard, through through storms we face. Again, maybe your uh, approval, uh, your heart idol could be approval, right? I want people to love me. Maybe God would take you through a storm of relationship crisis where you 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 would uh, you, your approval would be shaken. Maybe you would be feeling that nobody loves me, nobody cares for me. God would take you through that storm to build your faith and your trust in him so that you would seek only his approval, not anyone's approval. Maybe your heart idol could be like a control, right? Many of us are control freaks. Okay, we want things exactly to happen the way we plan it. Anything that happens along, apart from that plan, we, we would freak out. We, we, we would be anxious. We would be fearful. But God would shake that control uh, idol in the storms. And he would build. And lastly, maybe power is your control idol, your heart idol. Power, success, winning. And God takes you through the eye of the storm to show your idol and to expose your fear and anxiety. But also at the same time, we also need to understand God takes us to the storms not only to expose our idols, but also at times he shows the content of our faith in the storms. Many of us like uh, experience this in our lifetimes. When we walk through difficult circumstances and uh, events, we at times came out victoriously, right? So in a way, we never thought we would ever survive that, but we did survive and we come out strong. God shows us, you know what? You, you don't know what kind of faith you have. Let me show you by taking you into the storm. So God allows storms to not only expose our insecurities, but also to show the content of our faith. Secondly, God allows storms to, storms to sanctify us, to sanctify us. When we read Romans 5, this is what Paul says, not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope and hope will not put us to shame. And also we, when we read James, James tells us, consider pure joy, brothers, wherein you endure sufferings, because you know what? God is building God is building your faith. God is building your character. And you would be perfected in this suffering because God is working in you. God sanctifies us by taking us to the eye of the storm. God even today sanctifying each one of us by allowing us to endure this pandemic. Allowing us to endure this pandemic. And thirdly, God allows storms to prepare us to face next storm in a better way. You know what, Paul in uh, uh, 2 Corinthians 11 records his ordeals. What all he endured in his life for the sake of the gospel. He says, five times I received at the hands of the Jews 40 lashes, less one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. In night and day I was adrift at sea. You know what, this is not the first shipwreck Paul is heading to. He already endured three times. Probably including this, maybe three, I don't know. Three times Paul endured shipwrecks. So that taught Paul something, that God is faithful, no matter what kind of storms he go through. He would always come out of the storm and God is, in with his presence, he would always bring him out of the storm. God learned something and God prepares us to the next storm. You know what, we are waiting for this pandemic to end. What if two more pandemics in our lifetime are around the corner? Are we prepared for it? If this pandemic is rocking your world like uh, uh, never before, what about more, more pandemics are about to come in our way? What is God teaching you through this pandemic today so that you would face in the next, pan next pandemic in a much more peaceful way? And fourthly, God allows storms to help serve others, serve others better, to help 
serve others better. You know what? In the in this uh, narrative, when we read, where we see, as soon as the word of God came, uh, word of God uh, came to Paul. He starts building their faith. The fellow sailors who lost everything, uh, lost hope. He starts building their faith. You know what? I ha- I trust a God who will do what He says. You know what? He given all your lives. He, uh, he He is going to save all our lives. Not even one will perish. We will all live through this storm. He starts building their faith, and also He starts preparing them to uh, reach the shore by asking them to eat. So He storms help us. to help others to serve them better and lastly god allows storms to seek the shore with sincerity of heart with sincerity of heart if you notice kids in a park if you take kids to a park often times what happens is as soon as uh, the time we tell them is over they will never refuse to leave the park the more you chase them the more run they run away and they start playing and they are involved in uh, in their uh, uh, fun activities they never want to go home when they are in the park but if you send them to school you know what happens the moment the bell rings at 12 o'clock they pack their bags like no one business and they run towards the bus and uh, they were they are ready to head back home we are like that when there is no storm we are all uh, aloof and having fun and uh, having time of our lives and we don't think of the home we have in God's presence but as soon as God puts us in the school of the storm you know what we want to go home we want to go home where there is no storm so God allows these storms to create in us a desire to long to go home God has a purpose a sovereign purpose in allowing us to endure these storms okay god allowed paul to uh, go into storm to show where his security was his security was in the word of god god allowed paul to head into storm to show his redemptive plan of these people the who are there god allowed paul to head into that storm to build his faith and our faith god allowed paul to head into storm to show his sovereignty only when we understand god's sovereignty and we start trusting god's sovereign purposes in our lives we can be peaceful in the eye of the storm anything else will rock our world only god's sovereignty only the trust in god's sovereign will can give us peace in the eye of the storm if you don't believe this basically we what we are saying is like you know what i want to be sovereign over own my my own life I want to control the outcome of my own life. I want to end this pandemic in this certain way. I want to come out of this sen- uh, pandemic as soon as possible. I am sovereign. I am God. I want things to happen this way. If we do not believe in tra- God's sovereignty, that's what we believe. That's what we behave, and that takes us to a place of fear, anxiety, and depression. God allows each one of us. to head into the eye of the storm to build our faith and we to also show his sovereignty to each one of us secondly god sustains us in the stor- storm with his presence god sustains us in the storm with his presence that we see from 21 to 26 since they had been without food for a long time paul stood up among them and said men you should have listened to me and not to have set sail from crete and incurred this injury and loss yet now i urge you to take heart for there will be no loss of life among you but only of the ship for 
this very night there stood before me an angel of God to whom I belong and whom I worship. And he said, do not be afraid, Paul. You must, be sta you must stand before Caesar and behold, God has granted you all granted you all those who sail with you so take heart man i have faith in god that it will be exactly i have been told we must run ground on some island god sustains us in the storm with his presence did god leave paul in that storm alone 14 days have gone they were they did not eat anything they, they were fearful of for their own lives who would want to eat when they are going through something like this they, are, they were having, having sleepless nights. They are holding on to their dear lives. And God shows up to Paul. Because Paul, even Paul was afraid. That's how the angel of the Lord starts. Paul, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. God is in control, Paul. God is going to bring you to the shore. Not only you, Paul, but all the people who are there along with you. Again, we see God's sovereignty in a very powerful way, isn't it? God tell, tell, tells Paul's future, you know what? I've ordained you to stand before Caesar. No storm will stop me to fulfill that purpose I have for you. You will stand in front of Caesar. And your final destination is in my hands, Paul. But you need to endure this journey within a journey and facing this storm head on. And God, with his word, with his presence, assuring Paul. As soon as Paul heard the word of God, as soon as he felt the presence of God, well, Paul's attitude changes, right? He's not afraid anymore. Now he's building the faith of the people who are there in that boat, who are hopeless. He's giving them hope because he received the word of God. He uh, understood the presence of God. He understood sovereign will of God, even through this storm. And Paul is urging them, you know what? None of you will die in this storm, even though the shipwreck will happen. Paul already told them, we should not be going on, going on this journey. Okay? If we go on this journey, there will be great loss of property and the ship. Perhaps our lives, we should not be taking this journey. That's what Paul told them at Crete. But nevertheless, they made their own choice and they're, 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 they're basically uh, experiencing consequence of their choice, all the people on that boat. Not all the people on the boat, especially the centurion and the captain. But even through that, even though they are uh, facing the consequence of their own choice, God is faithful because of his people. God is saying what? I am faithful. Even though you are experiencing this storm because of your own choice, but I will be faithful. None would perish. Paul, I'll take you to your final destination. God we serve is powerful. God we serve is powerful. Okay. So like uh, when we come to New Testament, uh, Mark uh, records uh, uh, the storm disciples faced, right? The disciples were uh, with Jesus in a boat and they were heading uh, uh, to some place. And then uh, we see in the middle of the night, there is a great storm and they were the, the disciples, some of the disciples who were seasoned uh, fishermen, they were all terrified. And they all ask God, God, don't you care? Jesus, don't you care? Can't you see we are perishing? How can you be so peaceful? They question Jesus, his intentions towards his own disciples. All the while, they witnessed his great miracles, his power, his sovereignty. And they question, don't you care? And what do we see? 
the lord gets up and rebukes the calm absolute calm the storm disappeared and he goes back to sleep and he asks don't you have faith don't you have faith our god is sovereign over the storm our god is sovereign over the pandemic our god is sovereign over the all the struggles and suffering we endure in our lives and he cares and he sees and he acts in his own time in his own time so paul is urging them brethren the god i serve the god i believe he always keeps his promises when he says we all will reach the shore we will reach the shore so paul is now building the faith and trust of the people who are on board along with them again what a what beautiful reminder for all of us right in these pandemics god is asking more than about worrying about your survival i got your back rajesh i got your back new city i know precisely where you would be going in your life each and every day i know how it is going to unfold i got your life in my hands don't don't you worry about that but you know go and build faith of people who lost hope who are fearful who are anxious who are doubting the goodness of god who are go asking god god don't you care so god is asking each one of us take my word to the people who are hopeless so that's what paul does here that's what paul does here god we serve is sovereign he takes us to the storm to build our faith and also he sustains us in the storm through his presence lastly god brings us to the shore in jesus god brings us to the shore in jesus and then when we come to the verse 27 basically we see 14 days have gone they tried their level best to survive themselves to save themselves they did everything they could okay they cut loose of the anchors and they let go of the life lifeboat and they got rid of all the heavy load that is there in the boat they tried each and every method that is available in all their wisdom they tried to save their lives but they gave up but what assured their safety to the shore is the presence and word of god the presence and word of god and they th- and then finally the day arrived paul says you know what tomorrow we will be off shore we would be reaching shore and then he talk uh, he starts uh, telling them from verse th- 33 as day was dawn about to be about to dawn paul urged them to take some food saying today is the 14th day that you have continued to susp- continued in suspense without food having taken nothing therefore i urge you to take some food for it will be give, it will give you strength for not a hair to hair is to perish from the head of your head of any of you and when he, when he said these things he took bread and giving thanks to god in the presence of all he broke it and began to eat then all then they all were encouraged and ate some food themselves ate food themselves and when we continue reading the narrative what happens is that is a night before dawn they were waiting probably they sense that we are very close to our island and tomorrow we can swim to the shore and still they are not eating anything they were afraid still and paul in a beautiful way reminds them that you know what what the lord i serve he is sovereign when he says something he does it not a hair will perish from your heads but paul was also very practical and now he is urging them you know what the ship will not take all the way it's not a harbor we would stop uh, maybe few hundred meters away from the shore you need strength to swim to the shore you know what you need to eat he urges them to eat 
and he uses a beautiful picture he takes the bread and breaks it and he eats it through his encouragement everybody is encouraged everybody eats and when we read from 39 to rest of the chapter we know everybody in the ship survived everybody came to shore just as the lord told paul again today as we are going through this pandemic one thing we ask i think one thing we are most scared of is more than anything one thing we are most scared of is for our lives not only for our lives but also the lives of our loved ones will they see another day will i see another day what if i die what will happen to my family so we are all battling with this one fear will i die will i see another day another year will i live a healthy happy life many more years of healthy happy life so paul in a way shows us in a beautiful way there are two beautiful assurances of god in this passage here one is basically he say he talks about the, the not a hair will fall from your head what paul is saying is an empty empty was it an empty assurance when he gave it even uh, luke records a similar incident uh, uh, in uh, in his gospel so jesus tells all his disciples you know what the days are coming you will be subjected you will be persecuted people will come after you they'll come after your lives but take heart not a hair from your head will fall that's what paul jesus tells his disciples not a hair will fall so the, if if you ask me that's a, that's a scary promise because i, I i'm losing my hair uh, if you look at rajesh brown he does not have any hair okay so what about us what god is saying here basically god is saying is that you know what your life is in my hands you are in my sovereign will i will not let you be touched by anything any virus any pandemic any suffering anything that is thrown into in your way until i fulfill my sovereign purposes in your life i'll make sure i'll protect you i'll make sure that i'll sustain you i'll make sure that you would reach your destination but you need to trust me that i can do this right here we see disciples uh, in the boat but terrified they were asking lord don't you care we are dying god jesus built their faith gradually even they did not trust him when he died on the cross but he still comes after the resurrection he builds their faith after that you know what what happens they never we never see them any one of the disciples and any of the apostles any of the old testament saints we see lord don't you care they all willfully joyfully gave their lives away knowing that the lord they trust will not let one hair fall until he accomplishes all his purposes he will always protects or is always sustains is always takes us to the shore right second thing we see here in this passage it's a beautiful reminder of the gospel beautiful reminder of the gospel when the middle of the storm when they were in the eye of the storm paul takes the bread and breaks it and give thanks and he starts eating it when we read that it reminds us about the lord's last supper isn't it when he was facing the storm of his life a uh, just around the uh, just about in few hours the lord takes the bread 
And he says, this is my body. I came down to this storm you are sailing into. Just like Paul was put in the, in the boat for the sake of the, all the other passengers, I was brought into this world by my father through his sovereign will to be with you. To face the storm, your storm, the greatest storm you and I ever face is sin and death, sin and death. And Jesus came into this world to face that storm head on. And he won that storm. Just like Paul uh, brings these 276 uh, passengers uh, onto the shore with the assurance of promises of God, Jesus brings whole of humanity Whoever puts his faith and trust him, he will bring each of those individuals who put and trust, put their trust in him to the shore because of what he did on that cross. Jesus endured our storm on that cross so that you and I never have to face that storm in our lives. And through Jesus, in Jesus, we have hope of salvation. We all will reach our eternal destination our home in heaven, for sure. That is absolutely certain in the scriptures. So this scripture, this narrative, in a way powerfully demonstrates for each one of us, do you put your trust and faith in Jesus? You know what? What is certain is that you will be home where there will not be any storm, any more storms. It will be peace and joy for eternity. But the way to the, the, that eternal home is not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. We are guaranteed safe passage. We, we, sorry, we are guaranteed safe landing, but not safe passage. There will be turbulence. There will be suffering. There will be pandemic. But the question here you and I need to ask is, do I trust God's sovereignty? Do I God trust God's sovereign will for me in this pandemic? Do I trust a God who says, I care? Do I trust God who came down to face your storm and my storm so that we can go home? So this pandemic is in a way asking each one of us, you want to be peaceful? Know one thing, that the God we are serving is sovereign. And he always, always keeps his promises with his presence, with his word. He sustains us through his sovereign will. And the God of the Bible will take us home with absolute certainty. Only resting in God's sovereignty can give us peace. Let me pray. Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you for teaching us through the storm of Paul, Lord Father, so that we can face our storms in a better way, Lord. Help us, Lord Father, to go through this pandemic the way Paul went through that storm, Lord. Help us, Lord Father, to trust you. Help us to keep our faith in your sovereign will, Lord Father. Lord, we are glad that Jesus faced our greatest storm. And in him, we will be home with you forever. But as we go on that journey, Lord Father, as we heading on towards that home, Lord, help us to endure storms in a godly way in a joyful way. In Jesus' name, amen.